beautiful, rainy, cloudy, dark Monday morning here in Condern. Um, and you just kind of have to get used to that if you're living here or if you have lived here. Um, it's just the nature of it. And even when I move, when I moved away from this place, I felt like every rainy, cloudy, dark day, I was like, oh, it was more like a sentimental <laughs> thing, like Condern, I love Condern. But uh, welcome to the BFA Life Podcast. Um, I am really excited to talk about what we're talking about today because um, we're talking about graduation at BFA. Um, graduation, not just the actual day, like what we do, the traditions we have, but what it actually means to graduate from this place. Um, and we have a few people in the room who have a firsthand experience with that. Um, I've got my co-host Nathan here. Hey, everybody. He's class of 2007. Uh, I'm Josh, class of 2009. And then we have Abby. Abby, what what year did you graduate? Uh, I'm class of 2017. Hello, everyone. 2017. And then we have Liz. And Liz, tell us what your situation is, Liz. I am graduating a month from yesterday. So a month from yesterday. You're not you're not counting down the days at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, it's probably just on your mind every second of every day. Um, but yeah, I want to I wanna start off, um, and if you're listening and you've graduated from this place or you're about to graduate from this place, um, we hope that this is like something that you can just laugh with us, um, you can cry with us. Uh, this is like a huge deal, uh, part of the BFA experience. Um, and I kind of want to start maybe just like with the actual day. And then we'll kind of unpack why the day is such a huge deal. But maybe start with you, Abby. Like, what is your memory of the day you graduated? Um, so many emotions. I don't think I've ever been <laughs> so emotional in my life. And I think the only person who understood me on that day was my older sister. Because she'd gone through the same things two years before me. And I just remember coming home after everything and her just, like, giving me a hug and just being like, I know. And I was like, wow, I didn't understand <laughs> until just a few hours ago. That was insane. And I think... One of the most, like, something that I just have pictured in my head is after graduation and we all left the stage and then we all, like, hugged our family and then we all went up to that grad reception together. And then once the first person left that grad reception, I just remember being like, no, that was the last time we're all going to be in the same room together for sure. Like, I don't know when that's Mm -hmm. ever going to happen again. And these people had become my family and that was just so, like, it just felt like such a loss. I was like, it's over. That's it this was like such a beautiful chapter of my life and I have to let go of it now. And I think that's just, it was so hard and that's what I remember the most. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Do you have any memories, Nathan, from back then? (laughs) Yeah, I have a few. They're really blurry uh, (laughs) because they're so so far (sighs) along. Um, Yeah, I I remember it being something that was kind of kind of bittersweet because in some respects it's really hard but then at the same time it's hanging over you for so long that you're kind of once you hit that port you're just let's let's get this done Mm -hmm. let's just move on um on the flip side of it now as an older person i don't like saying i'm an adult (laughs) (laughs) an older graduate (laughs) student person i'm an adult let's be honest um where I have reconnected with those friends, even some who I did leave that room saying, I will never see you again. And then you run into each other six or seven days down the road. It's like, you know, it's really good to see you. You're doing well. I'm doing well. We're just, we're going to have a good time. We'll like run into each other in the airport or something. 
And it's such a joyful thing that you just can kind of get appropriate closure when you were like, well, never see you again in your little teenage brain. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, this is like life doesn't just spontaneously stop. Yeah. It it does continue and you cross paths and you help each other and you get together. And I think that's something that is on Josh and I's heart also as the alumni for the alumni office, getting these get togethers, not just with your core group of friends, but with cross generational, you know, even spanning 20 or 30 years where get together, have dinner. There might be, I mean, I've, I've heard of BFA alums that are in a town I'm in that graduated 20 years before I did. And like, I had no idea, but they have, a lot of the same stories and memories and, and whatnot too. Yeah. So. There's almost like this head nod when you meet another BFA mm-hmm. alum. Secret you're like, handshake. You're that, just like, that totally <laughs> doesn't exist. Like a little wink and a little nod. Like I get you. <laughs> yeah. I mean me, I'm an avoider. And so it was like, and if you're an avoider at BFA leading up to this time, you're just like bombarded with people telling you, don't let up. Don't just like push your friends away. Don't like, sever those relationships you can't burn bridges um i don't feel like i did that but it is like such a hard time knowing that you know bfa is unique in the sense that we all just disperse from this place to the far reaches of the planet and um and yeah it is like nathan was saying it's such a weird and joyful thing when you see somebody that you didn't expect to ever see again in your life and that'll happen Mm -hmm. and it's amazing um, even a not close friend, like a, a BFA yeah. person, it's your relationship goes as far as, Hey, you went to BFA and I went to BFA and yeah. now we're going to the same college and now you're my, my best friend. <laughs> yeah, Cause it's kind yeah. of a weird, I don't know. Yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about, um, the traditions we have at graduation. Cause like coming back to work here after, so I graduated in 09, I came back to work here in 2016 and a lot changed. Um, mm-hmm. There were some faces that were still around. There's a lot of new faces. And one thing that I feel like did not change at all was graduation. Like, same, same things you had. All of the dorms giving their little, like, cheer tribute things. Uh, it just ran all the same. We all go out on the patio. We cry our eyes out. <laughs> the families go up to the gym. They have food. Like, it's... It's the same thing, and so um, and yeah. Then you stay up all night and try and hold your emotions together, and then yep. stay up, and then stay up because that's night, a great yeah. recipe for. <laughs> Liz, you're you're the oldest one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Have you have you processed this with other people? I mean, I, I you know alumni, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, what is it like for you as kind of the one spearheading this for your siblings? Um, it's kind of scary, honestly. I don't really know what to expect but at the same time I've I've been here since fifth grade and so I've experienced so many graduations but it's never obviously never been my own so I think it'll be different but I'm trying to prepare myself I think but I mean after it's been after you've been here for so long it's like it's become a part like BFA is definitely a part of me and it's been the place where I think my life has been shaped the most but at the same time, like I've been here for so long, but yeah. I'm also ready to start something yeah. new. I'm no, that's good. ready to move on to the next thing. Um, that's a healthy perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, yeah. but I think, I think that'll make it easier because the last few years it's just been, I'm sad because other people 
are mm. leaving. And then now it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be sad for a whole different reason, but mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to something new. Mm-hmm. So I have both of those things instead of just being sad because people are leaving me. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, totally. If you're like an underclassman or especially if you're like a junior, mm-hmm. man, grad is hard because the seniors, they're in this like dissonance of I'm leaving and there's exciting things ahead, but also I'm saying goodbye to these friends. And then the underclassmen, all they're doing is saying goodbye. Yeah. Like they're going to come back to BFA next year, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's almost worse being on that side of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Um, tell us a little more about what is coming up for you. Like what do you, what does life after BFA look like? Great question. Yeah. Um, I, next year I'm going to Lipscomb University in Nashville. Um, and that is exciting because I'm really, I'm, like I said, I'm really ready to like have more opportunities, I think. But at the same time, it's so, like I said, this is where I've been shaped the most in my life. So it's hard, um, to leave. And then, like you said, I'm the oldest, so it's hard to leave my whole family here. I think that's definitely the hardest part at the moment is just like seeing how sad they are. (laughs) I think that's the hardest part for me to process, um, but yeah, and I'm going where I'm going next year. I feel really blessed because I, um, my sophomore year, my family was on HMA. And so I got to make a lot of, that was a hard year, but I made a lot of really close friends and some of them are going to the same school as I am, which That's is cool. not something that most BFA people get the privilege of having going mm-hmm. to a school where they, um, know people who know them well and are close to and stuff like that. So I feel really privileged that I have people that I'm comfortable with, but I know that's not a normal thing. Wow. Yeah. What wow. are you going to be studying at Lipscomb? Um, Lipscomb has this really cool major. It's um, disability studies. And so it's like if um, it's for people who want to work with people with disabilities, but not necessarily in a classroom. Um, and that's, I, I really value relationships and working one-on-one and not that teachers don't do that, but one-on-one stuff is really important to me. So, um, but yeah, I've always had a heart for people with disabilities and I really, really cool. I'm excited to work with them. It's wow. my dream. So yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. I feel like from what you've said so far, you have a much healthier outlook on this <laughs> whole like next transition season than I did when I graduated. Like you're Same. like, <laughs> I am, I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for the next phase. It's going to be sad to say goodbye to friends. Mm -hmm. And also realizing how big of a blessing it is to know people where you're going. I think that's so important Mm -hmm. um, when you graduate from here is like, (laughs) I think, I just think it's really valuable that um, you go somewhere after here where there's somebody at least that you know, Mm -hmm. preferably by family, Mm -hmm. you know, back in the States. Mm -hmm. Um, What's it like been for you, Abby, after BFA? What have you been up to? Um, and how, I guess, can you attribute some of the things that um, have happened in your life to BFA? Like, how did BFA prepare you for life after? For sure. Um, so, I go to the best school in the world, Texas A&M University. <laughs> um, and I'm a political <laughs> science major there. And I'm about to head into my last semester. And I actually get to go um, study in Washington, D.C. on an internship. So, I'm super excited about that. And I think BFA was the perfect place to prepare me for like my next steps I was definitely not in the best mindset leaving like Liz's this is so awesome I was um 
definitely dreading it every step of the way. I did not want to move to Texas after living in Germany for 18 years. That's just a really harsh (laughs) transition. Um, Mm. But it turned out to be a lot better than I expected. The first semester is definitely really hard. And I think just going anywhere after BFA is probably super hard at first. But you make friends, you find connections, and it turns out really well. And I had my older sister there, um, so that was awesome. She guided me the whole way. I would have drowned without her for sure, Um, Mm. and she was amazing. Um, But I think even going into my first college class and just sitting down and getting assignment, like I talked to you about this earlier, Josh, just realizing, hey, Miss Young prepared me for this, and being in a history class and being like, Mr. Michaels already taught me this, and just being like, I feel like these teachers invested in me so much in my education and also um, just talking to me outside of class and wanting to know actually how I'm doing and all those things prepared me to be successful in college. And that's just such a special thing that you can't get anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned that first semester and that is a, that is a trend as Josh and I even process together. And as we have a lot other alumni who come through this office, that first semester especially seems like the hardest one because it it is transition and there's no, there's no way to avoid it. Um, what are things that students can do to prepare? What are things that parents can even do? What, what's something that um, other alumni and other people, what, how do you help people going through that? And how do you help yourself go through that? Yeah, mm. that's a great question. Great um, question. I think that it was crazy. I'd never, my first week of school, so many people ask you where you're from and what your major is. Um, and I tried to dodge the where are you from question like a bullet because every time I said Germany, I would just get blank stares. And I'd Say never something wa- in German. I, it was just crazy. And I, <laughs> I never wanted to be from Texas so bad in my life just so I could fit in. Um, so I think just being prepared to be different is really good. And just because I just wasn't ready for people to not understand me because I was like, no, I'm still normal. I'm still your age. I'm still going to school here. Like we can still be friends. Um, so I think that was hard. Um, and then also just get involved and I know everyone says that but just make sure that you're not staying in your dorm room because anytime that I was just alone Mm. in my room and wallowing like you just get sad you feel depressed and you're just like my life is horrible even though it's not you know you're out of school you're making new friends it's a good life so go out there and experience it and be involved Mm -hmm. in things and once I had a community um, and clubs that I was involved in that's what made second semester so much easier to come back to is people were excited to see me and I was like oh okay I do have a new life here and it's good of all of all the pieces that I tell folks even as they leave here or as they um, are moving later in life plugging into a church is kind mm. of the yeah the biggest thing that has marked a good a good move or a bad move and and sometimes it's it's tricky to, to plug into a spot but just kind of going in with reckless abandon even if you're in place for two months it's like I'm gonna go find a church somewhere yeah and mm. you just jump in with both feet and you show up and be that weird new guy at Sunday school or whatever and just own it. I don't know. Yeah. So, wow. Yes, absolutely. Nathan, I, um, was actually asked to come in and be one of the little guest speakers at the senior day. You know how they do that Mm -hmm. every year this year Mm -hmm. or at the school. They, um, the seniors, they don't have class for a whole day and they go through like a transition type seminar. Um, and as I was reflecting, and talking with the seniors, I realized like the thing that kept me afloat was not the school I went to, the friends I made. It was the church that I, I got plugged into and I got involved there. Um, and so, yeah, I th- do think that's like really essential. Um, another thing I would say, too, is 
I understand that not everybody that comes through BFA are missionary kids or pastor's kids for that matter, um, or even grown up, you know, in families where, you know, their parents are doing full-time ministry. But I realized that making a life in the United States after BFA, I realized that getting plugged into a church was so different from any other experience with a church that I'd ever had before because I walked in and I realized no one knows me. And my whole life growing up, any church I ever went to that was new to me, everybody knew who I was. Everyone. Because they knew my family, they knew my parents, my parents, I don't know, at the time they might have been either support raising or visiting, you know, visiting churches all around the United States, you know, but I had to learn how to make my own life and to contribute to the body of Christ um, by myself and from scratch. And that was a huge shocker to me. And so um, if you're about to graduate from here, get prepared for that. Know that where you go to church, unless you're going back to somewhere in the United States where, you know, maybe your parents are sent out from there and you're kind of returning to where people already know you, um, you might not. You might be going to a school in a state that no, your family's never been to, and you have to get plugged into a church that where nobody knows you. Um, so just be prepared for that. I also wanted to backtrack and say, let it be known to the world, to the three people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> your mom, actually my mom, four, and your grandma. Both, both our moms and just ourselves, you and me, Nathan. Um, I'll say this. If it were not for Jill Young, I would have not graduated college. <laughs> and even that sentence was grammatically incorrect. But <laughs> she she prepared me for college. Not like, yes, BFA prepared me for college, but I sat down my first year as a freshman and looked around and everybody was freaking out because they could not sit down and write a paper. Mm-hmm. And she just like, man, she just saved my life. Like, I don't know if you're listening to this, Miss Young, but you rock. <laughs> same, same for me. My first paper was about analyzing a poem, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. I've got this. I spent a whole year doing this because of her. <laughs> I can yeah. do this. I got this. <laughs> That's so good. I love, yeah. So shout out to Miss Young. She's, her investment here is, it's amazing. Ooh, I have one. Um, something that we've toyed with in this office is how to keep alumni involved in not just the school well keep alumni involved with other alumni who are leaving like that that part kind of happens organically even the alumni facebook group and whatnot wasn't started by us it was started by just a group of alumni that said we want to hang out and it just grew from there um what are ways that you would want to have available to if you did want to come back here for even a couple weeks or a month or two to either be involved on this side or even as kids transition over to make yourself available as people come to a school, come to Texas A&M or whatever and say, we are here to help you when you don't have an older sister who's also in the state that's going to help you do that. Um, what is, how do you, how do you even see that working? How is that something that would even be possible? 
um so this is texas a&m has something really similar to this it's called the aggie network yeah. and there's this website and you can type in a location and it'll yeah. pop up an aggie like near you or whatever and i feel like bfa's network is almost runs as deep with all the teachers and students and everyone who's come through here i don't know how that would happen but somehow yeah. creating a website like that where you can just like type in like i'm in this location yeah. who's the closest to me because yeah. i feel like so many alumni would be willing to help each other out yeah they would they do yeah they already do mm-hmm. yeah that's i mean that's we, we we've played with that it's just a matter of finding that's it's a lot of work for sure finding, I bet. A, <laughs> finding a good program and then yeah. making sure that hey this phone number that we have for you is 20 years outdated and you've moved four times since yeah then, and i don't know how yeah yeah so if somebody's listening they've never been to bfa um trying to understand why it's such a huge deal to graduate from here and i want to start with you liz like tell us what's the big deal like I don't know. It just seems like such an impending thing. Mm-hmm. And what what in your mind is like the reason why it's such a special and hard and crazy and beautiful time at, for the BFA experience? Yeah. Um, I think if I were to say anything that's like the most uniquely BFA thing, it's probably graduation. But at the same time, like I know – Like, I have a lot of friends in the States who just graduated in the past week or so, um, and they've all been telling me, like, they're feeling the same things that I am, just on a lot lower of a scale, I guess. It's a lot of, like, oh, they're not sure if they're going to see a lot of their friends again um, for a long time and stuff like that. But for us, it's really, like, I don't know if I'll see some of these people again ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like you were saying, um, it's really encouraging to me that, you just run into people Mm -hmm. everywhere all the time. Um, And I'm hoping that that happens with my class because I think that's definitely what I'm feeling right now is like, ah, I have to spend time with every single person, I feel like, Mm. because I I don't know if I'll ever get to do that again. I don't know if I'll get the opportunity because so many um, people are going to so many different places and especially with with dorm students, the dorms close just a few days after grad or – day or two or something Mm -hmm. yeah and so everybody just right away is like okay bye like just um everybody goes off to their different places really quickly even the people that aren't graduating they just have to go um Mm -hmm. back to be with their family until next year but then next year we won't be here it's just a lot of like ah i'm so excited but ah these people i'm never gonna see them again well that's the dramatic side of me coming out (laughs) probably but um i think it's just uh a lot of that and a lot of emotions and another thing with the actual like grad ceremony is um bfa does a really good job at making it really personal um and i think you know in in the states as i've seen my friends videos and stuff like that their parents send me things um they their name is called out they walk across the stage they shake a hand they take a picture and that's it um and here it's really your name is called and um they say attributes and things about you and they give you a Bible verse, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And things like that that are just really personal and really show how much BFA really cares about each person Mm. in particular. You're not just some name in this is the class of 2019. You are like, I am Liz. I am (laughs) a person graduating in class of 2019 and stuff like that. So I think that's just, it just is so special. Mm. Would you add any of that? Abby. Um, what was the question? 
It's just <laughs> somebody, somebody that doesn't know what it's like to graduate from BFA or just never been to BFA. Um, just explaining why it's such a big deal. Yeah. I think I would uh, second everything Liz says about just the weight of it going in. You just feel like it's the end. Um, even though it's just really a beginning or whatever. <laughs> um, it is. Yeah, but, that, and, that's, um, and that's the shift that people yeah, to make. Yeah, for sure. And I think what Liz said also about it being so personal is really special. And I think one of the coolest things was also some of my dorm friends, I'd never gotten to meet their parents before. And then at grad, getting to see the family that loved them, um, that's also really special to me is getting to finally know my friend's family. Um, because that's a weird thing about BFA is you don't really get to meet your friend's parents all the time. And um, so that made grad really special too, I think, is seeing all these people who invested in us all together in one room. That's like really beautiful. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. I think something that I wish I had learned when I was younger, and I think this place in some respect teaches you maybe by trial by error, is how to say goodbye well in one of those situations where this person is leaving, they're they have like an eight AM flight and mm-hmm. you're like, This is this is my chance and you need to you need to take it. Mm-hmm. Or hopefully you've done it weeks and weeks beforehand. Like I, I remember when the Mellies were leaving this community and I hadn't really said goodbye to them. And then I, I ran into him in a parking lot. I don't know if Art's listening to this, but <laughs> I ran into, we were, we were talking about like getting a BFA t-shirt or something. And he, he came into the office and I was sitting there and thinking, this is my chance. Like this, this is it. They're leaving tomorrow and just gave the guy a bear hug and yeah. expressed how much I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, five seconds of something, but I'm like, if I do not take this moment, Yes. I will regret it. Yeah. Absolutely do that. I did not get to say goodbye to one of my closest friends because she said, no, we'll do this later. And then I didn't see her again and oh, I still no. haven't. So please say goodbye to your friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll add this too is I'm married to a non BFA alumna mm. and the things that are kind of the unspoken things that I understand or just the familiarity I have with BFA, um, the expectations that I have are there. Watching her come into this community and live out this whole cycle year in and year out, um, it's just brought up like realizations in me like, wow, yeah, saying goodbye is really hard and it is a big deal. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's just been really sweet to kind of uh, not grow numb to just this is the cycle this is the way it is Every, you know the senior class is going to leave and just have those expectations and just kind of like you know get distracted with the cycle of of that and not really like consider wow these are you know relationships that I've built that now are having to change and walking through that with her has been really interesting um but uh I have a question that's kind of unrelated to what we've been talking about, but I think it's a great question. Um, and I can write you a note, by the way. You're fine. Yeah, fine. Liz is late for class right now. <laughs> well, uh, shame on you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liz. <laughs> what is the thing in your mind, and we'll start with Abby, that people most misunderstand about you? Like now in my new place? Yes. What's the thing that people most misunderstand about mm-hmm. me? Um, I think that people like to think that we're uh, more alike than the same, and we try to find we 
it's hard to find common ground sometimes and so I think it's the thing that people most misunderstand about me is that because I grew up in Germany we can't like like I said in the beginning we're nothing alike or whatever and I think it was really hard to make friends at first because they were like oh we don't have the same background so I don't have any common ground with you that I can find right now so I'm probably not going to talk to you again and I think that was really hard so I think I think when you're going into a relationship not writing someone off um on your first impression just because they might not have the same background as you and you can't find something similar because once you dig a little deeper you always do and so I think I don't like the misunderstanding of we're not the same so we can't be friends does that does that work is that Mm -hmm. okay Okay. yeah what about you Liz I had time to think of an answer while you were talking and I still don't know what I'm gonna say (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't have to be related to like transition or grad either um, I think something that people often misunderstand about me is that just, I am a big relationship person and like, I can't express that enough. Um, my friends and my family and just people in general are so important to me. Um, and because of that, I think that I, um, really, I know a lot of people and I really make a point to know a lot of people. I think I'm just, um, drawn to, um, introducing myself and things like that. Um, whenever I can and I think BFA has played a big part in that honestly because they have helped me there's new people coming every year Mm. and um, there's people leaving you know wherever you go there you're always and then going to churches like supporting churches with my family there's people that I know but I don't really know at all (laughs) Um, and so I have to like reintroduce myself and um, things like that but a lot of people I think think oh she has so many people that are so close to her and um she's so popular and you know all that kind of stuff but it's really um sometimes it's really hard because I have relationships with people but they're not um they're not as close as a lot of people think they are does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I think that's one thing that has been coming up often the past few weeks Mm. okay um well, you guys, Liz, mm-hmm. we're praying for you. Thank you. And this is like something that the other people in the room have gone through. Um, and we're really excited that you have such a great perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. judging by the experience that's summed up in the other three of us, I think you're going to do great. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah, it's such a blessing to hear that you've been kind of coached and mentored or whatever whatever has been that source for you um and kind of helping you through your senior year and into college and um yeah i'm just excited for that and excited to see maybe in a couple years you'll be back here recording a podcast talking about (laughs) (laughs) talking about your experience after bfa um and abby i mean i love hearing how like the woman you're becoming and the growth that you've already um, that you've already experienced since you've left here and just seeing that you had, you know, your sister there and people to help you. And, um, that's such a great thing. Um, Nathan and I just really have a heart for the, the care and the, um, making sure that our alumni are thriving and, um, we want to have this conversation. And if you're listening and if you, went to BFA, um, if you have, you know, an experience that you want to share or if you have uh, a, a praise or even, like, 
something that BFA could have done better to help you thrive in life after, write to us. Um, we want to have that conversation. We want to make sure that you're heard and that you're, um, yeah, that you're not just left in the lurch after you leave this place. Um, what do you think, Nathan? I agree. You agree? I, I concur. Yeah, it's um, it's a very special thing, and it's kind of a it's kind of a rite of passage that, um, I I have been encouraged to see students approach this well. I think it can become very easily kind of this doom and gloom mentality because you you hear things from people or students or, or whatever that it makes it sound like this terrible thing but there is kind of like Abby said there this is a starting off point and mm-hmm. it is it is wonderful and there are incredible people that you will run into that have no idea where BFA is or what it is but they they love God and they are wonderful people and they will become just mm-hmm. as integral part of your life as as these folks here yeah. and it's it's fun to see even just the the globalness of the body of Christ really visually in front of you not just oh other MKs but you're talking people who have spent 30 or 40 years in Texas and then that's it they they're an incredible piece of the body of Christ and yeah that's all I got awesome well we're really grateful that you guys took the time to come in um, and just open ab- up about this, especially now. We're recording this. What did you say? How many days until grad? Well, I was thinking about it, and I said a month from yesterday, but that's when my friend comes is a month from yesterday. So a okay. month from like four or five days ago. Okay, yeah. yeah. So less than a month to grad. Um, so thank you, Liz, especially for coming in and kind of opening this part of your life with us here. Um, on the podcast thanks abby so glad you're in town me too back in town to uh (laughs) to come and talk to us um yeah it's been such a great thing to talk about and just as an alumnus of bfa um it's still something that sticks out in my mind as one of the pivotal points in my life so um yeah i just love talking to you guys about it and we're really grateful yeah thanks guys thanks for taking the time yes thank you so much to have a conversation like this and not get fired up yeah about bfa because you you and i both know nathan like we've both been impacted by this place and we both felt equipped when we left here we both felt like we were ready um maybe not so ready to say goodbye to friends um but ready for life and ready for further education and all of that. And now to be able to come back and sit in my dream job, (laughs) which is at BFA, um, and have these conversations and tell these stories. And, um, yeah, I just feel so blessed to be able to be here, listen to these girls and interact with people all over the world that have gone through this place it's fun to see a common trend of people coming through after the years and just have a a really common thread of 
appreciation for this place and feeling prepared and feeling connected and even turning around and helping others and just they're they're very driven people who are desiring to truly impact their world for Christ. I mean, we, we throw that around as far as our, our vision, but having that lived out is is a really cool thing. Um, wanted to mention for alumni who are coming through and visiting BFA, whether you're here for Christmas or here just throughout the year, um, send us out an email at alumni at bfacademy.de. We'd love to have you come through the office. If you're uh, wanting to see if somebody's still around or if you are asking questions about where to go or, or what to do, feel free to reach out and we can connect you with folks. Or even if you're still stateside or international or you're moving out to to who knows where, if you're just wanting to see if there's others that you can connect with, um, please reach out to us. We'd love to continue to foster the alumni network. Yeah. I have a shout out. Can I start with the shout outs? Yes. Okay. Shout out to class of 2009. Woo! If you guys are listening, if any of you are listening, uh, hit us up at communications at bfacademy.de. Tell me if you were listening. Um, that would just be so special to me. <laughs> um, I also have a shout out for Sarah Evanroth. I don't know. She's just like, she's a walking smile and just a walking sunlight, ray of sunlight in the halls of BFA. And she's been so enthusiastic about this podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. Someone else other than my mom and my grandma is listening. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> but, yeah, you're awesome, Sarah. Thanks for listening. Um, last one for me. Last shout-out. Uh, my sister, Becca, who I'm very proud of being her brother, uh, provided the music for this podcast. So thanks, Becca. You're very talented. Um, and I look up to you in a lot of ways, even though you're younger than me. <laughs> But, yeah, so grateful that you can contribute and, um, and be a part of helping me in my job here at BFA. Love you, Beck. I would like to do a general shout-out to all of the teachers who are here or have come through here and called BFA home. There are a ton, and each one of you has given... A portion of your life for this place and for the glory of God and uh, for the benefit of these kids. Um, two for me that I would like to call out right now are Chris Bryan, who we actually still get to work with, which was really fun, mm, yeah. um, as well as Barry Lawrenson. Uh, both of these gentlemen were the start for me as far as doing graphic design and, and where my career has gone, and I'm, I'm thankful for both of you uh, and for the work that you have done to shape me as a young boy who was a little strange back then but <laughs> um thank you for speaking into my life and for all the others and jill young because you taught me how to write well too yeah jill young is a beast do do essays good <laughs> goodly <laughs> regardless of however you're connected with bfa or whether you just stumbled across this podcast Thank you for taking the time to listen and to understand. If you happen to come across a BFA alum wandering around somewhere across the world, um, invite them in for lunch, have them tell their story, and we are thankful for 
lives that are coming out of this place to change their worlds for Christ.